Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Strongman Winner's Circle podcast, where losers go home and winners take home the prom king or queen um, to Sunday night dinner with the family. A little modified that from Anthony's um, intro from last week. Um, Right now, Anthony is doing a little bit of traveling, but he'll join us in future podcasts. So today I'm solo. Um, But today we have a special guest. Uh, We have Yeri Katalchek of the Czech Republic. Um, he's a terrific 105 kilo athlete that I've known since 2015 from our first contest. We competed a handful of times, um, and he's coming on to do his first English podcast ever. Um, and of course, join us. So he's, of course, he's a little nervous, but he's going to do great. Um, but if you don't know Yuri, um, he's had, um, for the most part, um, many great accomplishments. And of course, is no, um, stranger when it comes to winning, um, in 2018, he was ultimate strongman's. Uh, world champion. Um, he's won Europe's strongest man three times. He's held the world deadlift record at 105 kilo um, at one time, um, which was uh, 406 kilos um, or 893.2 pounds. Uh, so that's quite the, quite the pull. Um, he's won multiple international Arnold contests. And more recently, he took second at the Strongman Champion League, uh, world strongest man, 105 kilo. Um, so overall year, he's no stranger to the top of the podium. He's, he's a great guest for today's show. Um, and besides just strong man, he's, he's really, um, he's, he's been in movies. Um, he's been on labels of, uh, of beer, of beer bottles and supplement products. So he's one of, uh, Czech, Czech Republic's, uh, best and brightest. Um, but in terms of, um, uh, before we have him on, so he's hopping on, um, shortly, um, of course, I want to talk about some items and, of course, kind of today's, um, I would say, kind of today's theme. And, of course, we had a discussion last week uh, with Anthony. But to kind of t- today's theme, I would say, on um, winning would be a little more in terms of, like, perseverance, right? Um, how how many individuals or strongmen, um, at least starting the, starting the year, will set out a lot of goals that they want to accomplish uh, but we'll struggle to kind of keep sight of those goals because different obstacles, different curveballs, things coming out of left field. I know a lot of baseball references, but um, they get really thrown in the way. But um, the true measure of like any winner or champion is being able is is able to take on those challenges um, or adversities and keep moving forward. So the goal and even there's great motivational quotes, but they all kind of talk about it, just like taking all those punches, taking all those obstacles, but just keep moving forward, keep striving for those goals. Um, so um, my own kind of personal um, kind of anecdotal experience that I would like to share, and it's kind of relevant um, just because um, in one week um, I'll be competing at the official strongman games, uh, world strongest man, 105 kilo, which will be my fourth time um, competing, competing in that um, sense of, of course, official strongman games um, slash giants live, of course, is kind of like the main host, but, um, and, but of course that's coming up next week. Um, and I've had kind of quite the, um, of course, kind of roller coaster when it comes to the kind of these contests. And of course, world strongest man is, um, of course, a great title and, and, and something that everybody wants to, of course, achieve that. Or of course, all series com- competitors. Um, but it's something that, again, some people will put all their marbles in. They'll put a lot of work into, but it doesn't always go um, kind of your way. Um, so kind of a little bit of a, kind of like my little personal history. Um, so my first time in that I actually competed at World Strongest Man 105 Kilo was actually in 2016 when they held it in Belfast. 
Um, I ended up taking sixth um, that year. Sean DeMarinas took um, took second. Um, I took sixth. Um, I actually had to edged out uh, Rob Kearney by a point where he ended up taking seventh and Johnny took eighth. Um, that was probably Rob's probably wasn't his best day and probably one of the reasons why he decided to make the move to heavyweight. Um, but overall, um, that was that was my first international show or first it wasn't not an international show, but first show I actually traveled overseas to compete. So that was a kind of a great experience, but it gave me a, another kind of itch to uh, continue uh, competing overseas whenever I get the opportunity. Um, the following year, so that year was official. In 2016, it was like official strongman, Giants Live. They were kind of together. And of course, um, all the, the 100, we had our own solo show in 2016. And in 2017, we all moved. Um, of course, the show moved to Raleigh, North Carolina for their official, official Strongman Games, um, but of course, competing with all the different weight classes and all. Um, so that year, um, actually, I took second, uh, which was my great first podium. Um, and that was, of course, kind of very exciting. And I thought I was at the top of the world, top of the um, 105, 105 kilo scene, um, but I probably couldn't have been any more wrong. Um, the following year, I ended up um, tying for 15th in 2018. Um, and that was a big blow to me just because of course I was in trajectory. I was like, I took sixth, took second, and then, um, got to the point where I thought first place was, it was my time to win the actual title. Um, but I actually took not only a step back, but a huge step back or a leap to step back, I should say. Um, but it took me a little bit to kind of really kind of break down what happened and, um, why did I end up taking 15th when I did so good the year before? Um, and then when I kind of like stood back and realized my performance, I probably did like five or six things wrong um, going into that prep. And even that day, um, I think my diet was my diet was awful. I thought I could cut from a big weight, a heavier weight and be successful, which I ended up being um, very wrong. I think I only cut I think I cut more than like 12 pounds in a single day. And I should have broken that up into a couple of days. Um uh, so, of course, diet was awful. Cut was awful. I think I was undertrained on certain events. Um, sandbag technique was was god awful. I think I ended up coming second to last in that event. Um, so that was a huge wake up call for me. Um, and then there's more, but I'm like, I can kind of continue on that sob story. Um, but overall, um, after kind of getting a taste for the top, I think especially coming in second place in 2017, I grew very kind of complacent and didn't think I needed to work as hard going forward as I thought since I was already on top. Um, in 20, of course, the following year, 2018, I started making funny videos online and wasn't really focused on like what's important when it comes to, um, of course, to come to strongman and strongman training. Again, um, if you want to be the best, you got to outwork your competition and you got to, of course, beat yourself in, um, in training and of course, um, in life. So, um, that's something that I lost sight in 2018 and kind of ring, kind of reeled back in. Um, 2019, um, of course, I was taking a lot of those items that I did so poorly on and, and kind of rebuilding on them. Um, I was signed up for official strongman games in 2019, and I thought maybe that would be a good time to hopefully get back into the scene and see if I can prove myself to be on the top. But I was um, I was battling with like a na nagging hip flexor injury that I thought would only get worse if I actually competed. So in the long run, I decided to kind of drop out. Um, so, of course, in 
2020, there was no um, show due to COVID um, and the lockdown. So of course, in one week will be the 2021 show. So uh, three years since um, I actually competed on the official strongman scene. Um, I'm nervous since my last showing was really awful, but I persevered through a lot. Um, and I want, I'm ready to kind of redeem myself and show why um, I deserve to be on the top of the podium. Um, so I'm very excited for that. And, um, and of course that's coming up uh, really soon. Um, and then I wanted to talk about kind of, again, going on some of the themes when we talk about kind of uh, winning and, um, and of course having that championship mindset. Um, but in this edition, this week's edition of uh, what grinds my gears um, is that I see a lot of um, individuals, especially kind of young athletes, um, they will generally kind of count their chickens before they hatch. Um, so they'll say they're going to hit, they hit maybe, let's just say, we'll use an example of um, an individual, like let's say someone that deadlifted 650 pounds and they're very excited about that new PR. And they said, oh, 800 is going to be right around the corner. I'm going to hit this by next year. Um, and a lot of times when you put yourself out there, you especially you put it online, um, it's one thing to say in person or one thing to write in, in your course on your goal sheet or something personal and something that you have at home. But when you put it out, out online, you're really attaching your kind of your ego to it. Um, and that can be quite the, um, I would say either, either mental edge or not mental edge, but it can be kind of, it can really mess with you mentally. Um, if you don't get, if you don't get to that, um, and more often than not people that put out a certain number, they're going to hit this certain number, really don't hit that number. Um, I even like personally, um, in 2013, um, I hit a 715 deadlift and I thought 800 was in it the next year. And of course I didn't put it out there, but I knew it was going to, it took, I knew it was going to be harder to get the next 85 pounds, um, compared to getting up to 715. Um, so for the most part, um, I didn't get a PR or a deadlift PR until, oh, um, eight years later, just about. So, um, I think again, back to, um, kind of was mentioned sometimes that that timeframe can be much longer and then that can be pretty strenuous. Like, Again, maybe a half percent of people that say they're going to be able to hit that um, are able to do it. Um, the other 99 and a half pounds generally don't hit those numbers. So, um, again, just based off of what grinds my gears, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Be humble, work towards it, work towards the goals. And um, when that opportunity comes, make sure you nail those PRs, but don't um, don't put yourself out there that you have to attach yourself to ego and, and get and get off plan just to hit a number, just to, to hit a number, just to hit a number. Um, but Yuri's going to be hopping on, uh, very shortly. So, um, of course we'll, we'll tune back in, in, in a moment. Um, but of course I want to thank my, my sponsors going forward. So of course, total performance sports, tsunami bar, strength league collective and, and SBD apparel. Thanks. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Hello guys. So part two with, with Yeri Cattlecheck. um, so the, Yeri, thank you for coming on and of course speaking with us today. Um, and um, I think what's great about international competitors, generally they speak more than one language compared to most um, Americans. Um, but Yeri, of course, has a native tongue in, in Czech, um, also speaks Russian, um, but also has a pretty interesting story how he originally uh, learned English. So I'll let you take it away, Yeri. 
Yeah, okay, okay. So hello, hello guys. Hello to US. Hello to all, all the world uh, from Czech Republic, from Irid Karolčík. And uh, first, uh, first thing what I want to say is that my English, it's, uh, it's not so good. I'm not satisfied with this. And I start learning English in elementary school, but uh, I was um, not good student. And now it's my uh, <laughs> biggest uh, uh, biggest things or um, biggest uh, learning progress is in, in the competition with, with Nicolas, yeah, for example. <laughs> so I learning English in, in the strongman competition. <laughs> right. uh, excellent. Um, but Yuri, um, in terms of um, strongman, now how did you originally get started? I know you had a powerlifting background, but how did you get started in the sport of strongman? Yeah, I started... Um, I don't know, 11 or 10 years ago, originally with uh, powerlifting. And then I uh, started with strongman. It's nine, maybe maybe 10 years ago, I started with strongman. So it's a long time. Wow. Um, now, um, now, now, overall, how, how many uh, to this point? So, of course, 10, 10, 11 years worth of competing. Now, how many competitions have you done? Yeah, a, a lot of, yeah. I have, in, in this time, I have 170 competition. Wow. But it's uh, powerlifting, strongman, crosslifting. So, I mean, in uh, in strength sports, yeah. But I speak with Zidrunas Savitskas and Zidrunas said me, it's nothing, I have 400. So, <laughs> yeah, a lot of works. <laughs> well, um, I think I was listening to Lawrence Charlie the other day. And he said yeah. that uh, Savickas um, not only has done, of course, a, a number of international competitions, but he's won 73 international competitions, which yes, is yes. a great number. And that's even Very twice good. as many competitions I've, I, I've competed in in the um, weightlifting and strongman realm. So that is, um, of course, it's a great number. But yeah, I would say Zadrunas, um, yeah, one of those competitors that can compete all year round. But that's also, um, I think, kind of one of the things that um, I think is great about some of the top level athletes is that they're the ones that compete the most, not necessarily the ones that are cherry picking contests, but the ones that um, do compete the most. Yeah, um, last last three years, I compete only seven or eight competition per per year because i'm older and <laughs> everything is suffering much more than i was younger so if i was younger i do it for 25 27 competition per year but now it's wow yeah, yeah. Uh, even even seven or eight even seven or eight competitions is a, is a great is a great year i think that's even yeah, it's some of the, the heavy the heavyweights <laughs> uh, i mean some of the pro heavyweights um so Yuri, tell us some about your best lifts um in training or contest i know you're a great deadlifter but what also do you think are your best uh events in strongman okay good uh i like uh, all events but something is better and something is worse for me uh the best lift in uh deadlift is uh, 406 in equipment yeah so it was a world record uh two years ago and then it's uh, good in, I'm good in dumbbell. It's 122 kgs. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that's good. Uh, and yoke, for example, 515 kilograms for 15 meters. It's without, without dropping. It was, it was really hard. And I don't know what is, what is good. Log lift, for example, 175 uh, kgs. 
but uh, the weakness is a short, uh, short finger. So I don't have good numbers on the farmer's work or timber carry, for example, and, mm -hmm. and many others. So I'm better deadlifter than uh, than farmer's worker. Farmer's worker, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sometimes you need like long hands. Like Mark Felix has, of course, super yes. long hands, and he's of course a grip master. So I think it does. Yes, does play somewhere, out. somewhere I read that uh, Mark Felix have uh, this measuring twenty six centimeters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have uh, eighteen maybe. <laughs> so, 18. It's, so it's 10, 10, 10 twenty six centimeters. I would say that's almost close. Actually, I need to convert that into inches for our, our American um, viewers, but. Um, some, so of course, some of the things that um, you mentioned before, um, and of course, just for the our listeners. Um, so, of course, when he says equipped deadlift, that means like in a in a, in a suit or like in a single ply, stripes. and then yeah. um, and then on the yoke, of course, five five hundred five hundred and five kilos. So over 15, 515. Uh, 515, yeah, wow. So that's over, yeah, easy over eleven hundred pounds. Uh, which is a huge, um, almost rivals weights that you see on the Arnold Classic stage, uh, but that's for a 105 oh. kilo athlete. So again, very super impressive. Um, now, um, now since you done you did so many competitions when you were, of course, young, starting out. I know, of course, you're not competing as much as you like, but again, it's, that's what happens when you get get older. Um, yes. But do you think competing often gives you an advantage over other competitors? Yes, I, I think that it's a big advantage because uh, every competition, what you what you do, you have some experiences. Yeah, sometimes you lose, sometimes you win, but still you have experiences. And uh, for example, in the Czech Republic, if I compete with the local guys, I have the more much more experiences than the second one. So it's my my big advantage. Um, I, I'm clever competitor, like I say. Yeah. Mm. Now, now in the check, now are you generally the most uh, experienced individual when you're competing against some of the other athletes within your country? Uh, I'm I'm still number one in Czech Republic, yeah. But uh, in in the Czech Republic, it's a growing uh, tendition, yeah. So we have lots of very very good guys, and in the future will be everything very interesting, yeah. So. For five five years, I think that I will be number one, and then go to the retirement. And <laughs> young guys will be will be on the top. All right, all right, excellent. Um, and then for some of you uh, listeners, so of course, a lot of the people that are listening in um, are, of course, a lot of them are 105 kilo athletes, and some of that mm -hmm. can relate to. So, uh, of course, Yeri is one of the very few people that beat um, Sean D. Marinas. Uh, four-time America's Strongest Man in, in his prime. Um, so, of course, that's a great accomplishment in that in, in, in its own feat. I don't know. I know he came over back in 2018, but um, yes. I've, 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 the only time I ever beat uh, Sean DeMarin is he blew out his quad and, and, and yeah. his knee exploded. So, ah. um, that, so that's kind of, and again, that's kind of a half one. Again, it's oh, like really the sure, preparation. Sure. Sean DeMarin is, is a is a legend in in, in the US, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so he's yeah. especially in the 105 kilo scene, yeah, because he he yeah, went in and of course won America's Strongest Man, of course three years in a row. Of course, mm -hmm. blew out his knee and then came back and won it. So that was um, quite the accomplishment. But then of course he had a good run back in like 2016. He took second um, yeah, to that of Marcin um, when we were all in Belfast together. Um, mm -hmm. And then he, of course, he's a, a very other notable accomplishments. He's the still the only individual in America that 
um, has log pressed uh, 400 pounds or like 182 kilos and mm-hmm. 800 um, pounds or 318 kilos in a single contest. So he did that in the, in the same contest, which is, um, I think, still something that um, yet to beat. So he did that back in 2016. So, again, he's yeah. a great athlete, but he doesn't he doesn't lose often. So, um, again, that's, of course, all, all the kudos to you in, in that sense. Um, so even like even, of course, either nowadays or like or currently or even um, a few years ago when you were competing more often, um, what would you do? How would you structure? Um, how would you structure your training to support competing a lot? Uh, it's a hard question, very hard question. I have some some programming, but uh, everything is in, in in my head. Yeah, no, uh, no, uh, like we say, like a programming on uh, on on the coach. Yeah. I have, for example, I have a competition yeah, in, in September and in the competition I have uh, five, five exercises, yeah, squat, mm. deadlift, many of all, all the events, what you, what you can imagine. Yeah, and then I do it in my head, some uh, training program for this. Yeah, it's, it's very simple for me, but if I uh, tell, tell this information to and, and other people, everybody say, Yuri must be crazy because he trained every day. Yeah, he trained every day, and every day is hard and and harder and harder. Yeah, so no, no, no. I have uh, my my training program in my head, and I really train every day, almost every day. Sometimes I ha- I have a rest, but I uh, I train. For example, in the in the Monday, I have uh, heavy heavy squats and deadlifts. And in the, in the Tuesday, I have some speed. Yeah. Then in in uh, in the Wednesday, some stamina and some something like that. Uh, not not like you, Nick. You train. Uh, you have a strict training program. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So it's yes. So it's 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 a little bit different. But this uh, my programming. It it works. It works for me. Yeah. But it's very hard for regeneration. Yeah. And. I can I can afford it because uh, strongman it's my it's my job. Yeah, I'm a professional uh, sportsman here in Czech Republic. I have some money from uh, sponsors, so it's my it's my focus on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah I, I was telling uh, in the of course in the intro, um, of course when I was doing my monologue, I was mentioning that um, you're one of the few strongmen that's been on the cover of beer bottles and beer cans. Um, yes, yes, yes. And, and of course, that's of course that was very cool. Um, and also, I was mentioning that um, you've been in, in in a few movies as well. Um, if you want to <laughs> talk about that, yes, but like a small actor, I'm a small actor, so not not not, not big actor. <laughs> oh well, you know that's you know that's probably that's more than most, I would say. Um, <laughs> but I, but I bet that was a of course a great experience. Um, yeah, so overall, I know, of course, we competed together in uh, Murmansk, but um, overall, how, how many competitions did you do this year and how, do you felt, how did you feel about this year competing? And do you have any more lined up for this year? Yes, this year I have uh, four, four competitions. Yeah, my last competition was in, uh, in Finland. Uh, it was SCL uh, World Championships. I was on the second place. Um, who, who beat me? Miko Anala beat me. Mm. He's really, really strong. Finish, Finnish guys. But uh, I did a lot of a lot of mistake in the in, in the competition. So I was I was uh, second. And then uh, after one week after this competition, I have a back injury. 
So now I'm, I'm resting and uh, I hope so that uh, next year I will be in uh, good shape and I will go to Clash of Coast. All right, all right, excellent. So is, is that, so is that your goal to come to the Clash of the Coast in South Carolina? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I really want to. Yeah. Uh, next week uh, will be uh, uh, the qualifier. Yeah, quali qualifier. Yeah, qualifier. Thanks. And but I'm I'm not in the good shape now because I have a back injury. So maybe I I I, I give uh, I take a wild card from Anthony. So who knows? Okay. All right. Yeah. And of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Again. Hopefully, it kind of all works out. But it's. Um, yeah, it's definitely a big show, and we do need more kind of international presence, and yes. um, yeah. and I think that would be, and, and of course, it's a very neat show in terms of how it's structured and very similar to World with the heats and going into the finals. Yeah, so. it, it's a really a really good job uh, from uh, from Anthony, yeah, because competition looks awesome. I saw some uh, some videos from Clash of Coast this year, and was really really nice. Now, now, what did you think of the events? Uh, they're generally probably a little different than you see that in Europe and, um, of course, around you. But what do you think of the events that was hosted? So, of course, a lot of like max lifts, the keg throws, the weird object medleys. Uh, what do you think about those type of events? Yeah, I think that it's uh, the best way for 105 yeah, because uh, we need some maximal lift, for example, deadlift and log lifts. And then some uh, throwing, uh, throwing power, or is it, is it a good, good word? Toss, tossing? tossing. Yeah, the keg toss, yes. Yeah, keg toss, yeah, tossing, tossing power. Yeah, and then I, I love it, the medley, because I think that I have a good, good stamina. And if you have a medley, it's uh, it's very hard for strongmen. Yeah, because for example, pressing medley, you have log lift, axle, block, and, and dumbbell. And if you want to do it, uh, all, all the medley you have to be you have to be very good uh, technically and you have to have uh, good good power so medley i think it's a good very good and very attractive for people all right excellent um uh, i wanted to go back to um you were talking about uh strongman champions league um mm -hmm. so was that going leading up to that contest was that a good prep for you um in terms was it good preparations and training leading up to it or um or was it or did you have or was it you miss a couple items um heading into it uh, preparation was was good but was good it, it was average i have a problem problem with shoulders and all my uh, all, you know my preparation so i can uh, do it a lot of uh, heavy heavy presses with log lifts and and excellent so it's it was hard for me but preparation was good i i i, I have better stamina than next next year I and mean, in scl is uh, not for maximal power yeah but it's much more much more for stamina so yeah I, i'm satisfied second place is good Yes, I want to be first, but uh, but second is still good. Yeah. Now, was it was it close between first and second? I think uh, three points, three points. So it's it's not close. Yeah, Miko was Miko was really better. So yeah, it's it's true. So where where could you made up more points? Yeah, I did it a lot of mistake. For example, in uh, Sakto Sink. Yeah, I'm I'm really good for this discipline, but I was uh, really nervous and. 
I uh, I chose only four four sandbags, and last one I read a lot of mistakes. So this uh, this is uh, one of the biggest uh, biggest mistakes for me. Uh, and then uh, log lift, uh, log lift. It's my one of my favorite discipline, but uh, the shoulders shoulders limitate me. So I lift only one one forty and one fifty. I, I cannot. So mm. all right so so you're right you're right again of course being a little more healthy that we've been right there but again it's yes part, part part of the game yeah, um sure. now now the, the gentleman that, that won is uh mykonos mykos what's Mik the the gentleman that won mykos anala yeah Mikos. all right yeah because i'm competing against them at um in one week at in Daytona Beach at the, the official strongman games. Yes. Um, now he seems like a pretty. He doesn't seem like he has a large following or a big social media presence, but is he a pretty tough competitor? Yeah, yeah, really, really tough. Yeah, because it's it's from Finland. Yeah, in in Finland, uh, everybody are are tough. I think. Yeah, because it's a very very hard lift in uh, in in scandinavia in north yeah? so everybody's tough in finland <laughs> and then all right, all right excellent well i'm excited to uh, uh compete against them um now um and of course in terms of um and of course this is when we talk about more contests um i know a lot of times not all contests kind of go your way or sometimes you don't win um, but what was the your best contest that you had that you didn't win, and why was it your best contest? I, if I didn't win, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so it was like you, you you think it was a great contest for you, but you just happened not to win the contest. Yes, yes, um, yes. Sure. It was it, it was Finland this year, Murmansk. Yeah, with mm -hmm. you, it was really really good uh, good competition in uh, in Russia. Um, I know, in, in Columbus, in Arnold Classic, in uh, four five years ago, yeah, I uh, I lost with Kevin Fairs. Kevin Fairs was first, mm -hmm. and I lost second in the final. Yeah, that was uh, really good. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think this this free free competitions. Yeah. All right. Now, why why um, now why were they your best competition that you didn't win? Just did you, it was a lot of fun? Did you hit a lot of personal bests? Uh, yes, uh, I don't know what was what was the yeah one one this year in uh, Lithuania yeah Zidrunas uh, Zidrunas give me wild card and I was the, the last <laughs> I was the last and what was for me was one of the best uh, best competition yeah because I finally uh, meet uh, meet Zidrunas Savitskas and. I have a competition against uh, Ivar Šmaklautis and many other strong uh, Lithuania or Latvian strongmen. So it, it it was it was really big fun and good experience for me in Open. Mm, excellent. Um, yeah. So uh, you you kind of touched upon it. So 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 was it 2016 when you competed against Kevin Ferris? Right. It was. I think it was Kevin Ferris. You came second, and then. I think one, I want to say like Chris Burke came fourth. I forget who took third. Um, yeah. Was Marcin, did Marcin take third that year? Uh, I think that this year with I compete with no, uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin was or, to 17, 17. Oh, 17, 17, gotcha. 17, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, Ke Kevin is no, uh, what we like to say, no slouch around here. He's he's definitely a tough competitor and he's yeah. making ways in the heavyweights. Yeah, um, he's really good now, yeah. But he's yeah, been, yeah. 
much much bigger than I I remember him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 in the two eighties or two hundred eighty pounds or close wow. to one hundred thirty kilos now. So he's wow. yeah, he's he's he's, he's, he's huge uh, for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, so kind of going a little bit in terms of like the um, of course kind of like the the motto of the podcast. So talking about what it takes to beat a winner. Um, in your own words, Yuri, how would you describe a champion or a winner and what traits does that person need to have in order to be successful? Oh, okay. Well, it will be hard in, in English. Okay. So yeah, yeah of course do, uh, do, do best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, the, the winner or champion is the people who do it, what he loves. He do it, uh, every time, uh, with all his power with passion. Oh, excellent. Now, uh, now we'll do now do the flip side. Like how, now, how would you how would you characterize a loser in the sport? <laughs> loser in the sports, yeah, it's, it's it's simple because in uh, Czech Republic we have a lot of loser strong men. I think yeah. it, <laughs> it, it was joke. Yeah, it was joke. <laughs> so I think the loser is uh, for me. It's a it's a people who, for example, is the second in the world championship. And he's screaming and say, "No, it's it's not true. I, I'm the I'm the best. I'm the I'm the better than him." And he's screaming. He's he's not uh, re- real good and he's failure. He take it for another guys. Yeah, understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course that makes sense. Yeah, there's sometimes they're the, they're the loudest, but they never really perform mm-hmm. when it comes to competition day. And uh, yeah. yeah, of course that 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 makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, uh, but of course, going back to, um, and of course, kind of one thing I want to mention. So of course, going back to that, of course, the, the Russia trip to Mormansk, um, Mm -hmm. of course that was a lot of fun. Um, but one thing uh, for me coming from the U S of course, it was a, it was a lot of traveling, but do you think that was, that contest was a lot, was there was a lot of like, um, unknowns and also, um, some hardships when it comes to traveling to the Arctic circle, like the, the course, the bumpy rides, do you think that had an impact on performances or that's not something you just have to, that everybody has to deal with. So my question is, do you think you felt like that was a, was a hard trip to um, compete for? Yeah. yeah. It, it was hard for me because uh, it was the worst COVID situation in this year and um, uh, Russia uh, have to invite you yeah from the ministry of sport so it was mm-hmm. it was really hard to give him uh, some in, in your passport yeah mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it was it was hard and then uh, it's a little bit closer for, for me than, than than for you but it's it's still i don't know three three thousand kilometers far from me mm-hmm. so it was uh, it was really hard and i am um, I uh, I go from the Czech Republic and here was uh, here was something like spring, yeah, 17 degrees and we fly we fly to Murmansk and in Murmansk was 26. Yeah, I said fuck, it's it's Arctic here, must <laughs> be must be very cold and in Murmansk was really hot and then we go by by bus, I don't know, 100 kilometers maybe and for 100 kilometers was only for four degrees so it was uh, really cold it was uh, big climatic changes yeah so it, it was hard for me yeah yeah it's yeah that's something that of course me and johnny of course kind of talked about is just it was just 
it was just a, a challenge not only mentally, but physically. So it was, yes. it was really one of those contests where something that you can't really prepare for at home. You just have to have yeah. other relatable experiences. And maybe the next time we travel to more masks, we'll be more ready um, because it sounds like um, Leon's going to have another um, strongman world cup championship in 2022. Um, yeah. That was, of course I was talking to um, some of the other Russians when they're not giving me um shit about my axle clean touching my belt um yeah. <laughs> they will we'll talk about some of the upcoming contests um and it sounds like there could be another contest in more mask uh personally i would like to go somewhere i would like to maybe travel somewhere else in russia like do a contest near moscow or st petersburg potentially like a siberia but uh more was was very cool of course they're very um hospitable they were of course a very great um hosts um over there of course a lot of great food um but i really hope that um of course it's depending on where the competition is maybe maybe somewhere to the south in the russia sochi must be must be very beautiful mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, i prefer warm warm too so murmansk okay one times two times but it's it's over <laughs> yeah okay. so we'll we'll see maybe it won't be in terry yeah. becca where the actual site was where we traveled mm-hmm. 100 kilometers north to go compete but maybe um it will be maybe it will be somewhere in the stadium or in the city which would yeah. be which it could be pretty cool as well mm-hmm. um and um so for so for you um i know so right now you're of course focusing on resting up and kind of fixing Um, of course, your back and some of the other injuries that you have. Um, but what's what's kind of what your what does your off season look like in terms of uh, training? Is it um, a lot of um, a lot of treatments and physical therapy? Um, but yeah, if you yeah. want to talk about what your off season looks like, yeah. So I, now I have a lot of uh, physiotherapies. Yeah, for example, uh, cryo. Uh, it's it, it's a really, really good. And but I still I still training almost every day, but everything is light. Yeah, uh, I have um, good uh, mobility trainings now, so so it's it's good for me, good for good for my body. Uh, and I start uh, starting with running. Yeah, so almost uh, every every week, two, two times. Yeah, I'm running three or five kilometers. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it, it's sometimes hard for me <laughs> because I still have 102 kilos maybe. So it was it was good. So it's my off season now. It's about fixing uh, fixing my my injuries in my body. Go to the physiotherapy and uh, do it some uh, light trainings. All right. Now now, did you always do a lot of running and cardio in your training, or is this new? No, it's 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 new. I I hate running. Yeah, I like I like sports. For example, I go play ice hockey. It's no problem for me. I go I go for judo. It's no problem. I like I like sports like cardio, but no running. I, I hate it. Yeah, but in this time I have not uh, too much opportunities. What I can do with my injuries and running is one of the options. So I, I go I go run. Okay. All right. That, that makes sense. And, um, I've probably slowed down on, on running cause it's tough on uh, my knees, but I'll try to do a lot of stairmaster, jump rope, mm-hmm. elliptical machine, yeah. um, some sprints mm-hmm. depending sprints. on the contest. Um, but yeah, but of course just jogging on pavement and yeah, it's, I think it's taking the tolls over on my knees. I, I come from like a grappling wrestling background prior. So we did a lot of running. So that, that was yeah, always yeah. really, um, super yeah. tough 
tough, tough on my knees. Um, and, um, and of course, I w- we were talking kind of before we were we started recording that a lot of it we want to, of course, encourage um, a lot of American 105 kilos athletes to go and compete overseas. But why do you, why do you think Americans should come and other Americans should come and compete either in the Czech Republic or other places in Europe? Yes, it's, a, it's a, I think it's a good idea. Uh, maybe next year I will do big uh, big competition in Czech Republic, and I have to invite uh, American guys. Yeah, but everything is depend on the, on money. Yeah, you, you know it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I think that uh, in Czech Republic was a big competition. Where uh, was the last big competition in Czech Republic? Two or three years ago. So. Next year will be good, good time. Do it, do it again. Some uh, great show for American guys. But uh, I don't know who, who I can I can invite only three or four guys for Americans. I I don't know who will be the lucky man. So yeah, that's true. Well, I would imagine you, of course, hopefully I could be on that list. Maybe Johnny Wasisco. He's always a a favorite. Yes traveling internationally but then we'll, maybe we'll through some sort of uh system we can always try to invite two more um two more individuals i think what's tough and um originally when i got invited um anthony deal already tore his bicep when he were going to the second russian show so unfortunately mm-hmm. he was out and then we went down the list of american strongest men um so i took second um but we went down all the list to johnny um, because mm-hmm. other athletes either couldn't take time off to go travel international or they didn't have their passport. Uh, and it, just, yeah. it was a quick time around. It takes a long time to get the passport. So mm-hmm. that was very difficult. That was yeah. t- tough to find people that are willing and ha- have time, but also have the passport to go. So uh, it might have to be kind of a, a big list that we kind of go down. Uh, but I think we could p- potentially put a, a pretty good team around. Now, do you, now do you, if you were host, like, would you host that? Um, independently, or would you have that with like ultimate strongman go- going forward? I think that we go individual individually, yeah. Not uh, not uh, in uh, ultimate strongman, not in STL. Just just do it a great competition, great show, not uh, world championships, but good good show for people and uh, for strongmans. Maybe for one day, maybe for two day. I don't know exactly what will be but uh, it will be will be great and big action oh cool well of course that that would be um that would be very very exciting um but yeah but Yuri, i would say that's of course most of my uh course questions for today um i do of course appreciate having you on and of course kind of talking about kind of some of your tra- training methodologies and of course your competitions but um I, ho- I hope that um of course we see you at um clash on the coast but otherwise maybe i'll see you back um overseas maybe in russia in the czech or maybe somewhere else yes yes thanks thanks yes uh i I definitely want to be in um, in competition so this injury doesn't mean stop for me i i have to find a way how to be how to be healthy and how to be uh strong but not normally strong extremely strong again Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I, I'm missing the guys uh, f- from the strongman sport. So for me, it's not, uh, not over. I will be, I will be, I will be back. <laughs> now, now you're, you're 32, 33. Yeah. 42, 32. Yeah. So you're still very strong, very young man. This is actually yes. where 
there's yes. many athletes, even in America, like for instance, um, you competed with Darren out in uh, S- yes. at SEL and yes. he's, he's 43 years old. He's yes. still competing. Johnny's 45. So we, po- I'm 32 as well. So we possibly could have another 10 years of, of competing yes. together. And as um, of course, this minimum, sport- as, as minimum 10 years, maybe better 15. Yeah. 15, yeah, 15 <laughs> that'd be, that'd be great. Maybe pull a uh, Mark Felix and go into the fifties. Yes. Right. So, exactly. so of course that will be very exciting. Um, but again, Yuri, thanks, thanks for coming on. And of course, hope to see you soon. Yeah, you are welcome. And thanks for inviting. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks.